Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> Y'all want to have a nice conversation? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> only kidding. Y'all are, that, that's good to have both of you here. How's that? Yes, so, Randy, absolutely. I don't know if there's any Razorback stuff to ask about. Is there? Trey, is there anything Razorbackish right now? Uh, I'm looking over football? my notes. I, I, yeah. I think the kind only of a quiet one. Day. Only yeah. thing I, I think I wanted to really, um, I guess you can say hash with um, hash it out with Trey would be this headline. Hash it out with him. Well, okay, talk it out. Okay. Um, this was off of Saturday Down South. Now this guy, I think, is a fairly good writer, Matt Hayes. Uh, I hope he doesn't live in Birmingham in particular. I hope he doesn't live in Tuscaloosa um, because I got a feeling that uh, St. Nick would want to know, why in the world are you writing this? But it says, Nick Saban knows the end is near, and he's lashing out. And he goes on to write about why Nick Saban kind of exploded the other day about this NIL business in Texas A&M um, because the one thing that says he has lost control of the critical component to his six national championships at Alabama recruiting and he says but it's not of his own doing he said it first started with A&M defeating Alabama in the regular season. Then Georgia knocks them off in the national championship game. Then it added off, he lost in the recruiting rankings to Texas A&M. So now the end is in sight. That's stupid. The end is in sight? Are you kidding? What was he still yeah. Like Saban. eight years on his contract? For Nick Saban. They finished right. second in the nation in recruiting. And yeah. the end is near. Yeah. I mean, they finished second before. I mean, it might have been to, to Georgia or something. Uh, I thought Josh Pate had a great point. This has been several months ago, um, just about going back over times where Saban has said stuff like, is this what you want college football to be? Like when everybody started going to the spread offense <laughs> yes. and the rules started changing. And he was like, is this what you want college football to be? And there are probably people who put out similar articles Oh, the end's near for Nick Saban. This isn't the kind of, you know, <laughs> offense that he wants to run. Well, what'd he yeah. do? Went out and changed offenses. And right. Yeah, records. but he was one of the ones saying it was going to ruin college football. And then it was too tough he for was the players. One the, he was it one has. of the ones saying, is this what you want college football to be? Yeah. No, it has uh, because I, I Alabama wins all the time with it, right? So it's it's ruined it for everybody else because they adapted yep. and now they win all the time. Like they And now here, anyway. another situation where he's asking, is this what you want college football to be? Um, you guys don't think Alabama will get it figured out on NIL stuff? That's what the yes. direction is going to be? Collective. Yes. Called collective. Yeah, yeah called. I think they're going to be fine. 
I think he's he changes all the time. And I think yeah. that's that's he's setting up what he's his change. He comes out strong one way, like he did against the offenses and spreads, and then he'll join them when he feels like he can't compete. Well, it goes or back he's losing. to yeah. I mean, it goes back to as Trey mentioned how he adjusted to the spread. <laughs> hey, I mean, this guy he's he's one of the best, if not the best. So I mean, he knows how to adjust. He knows how to to do what is necessary in yeah. whatever climate. Well, and that's fine. You just don't listen in. to what he says. I mean, as he's not principled in other words, he'll say, say one thing and change. Yeah, he's not he's not going to live forever, obviously. Uh, but I I would be I'm willing sure to bet that now. when Nick Saban retires, <laughs> that he'll uh, retire on top. He might he might uh, he might know exactly where the rocks are. Because I swear I saw him walking on water in the video. But uh, he might know where the rocks are. But uh, Let's talk with Kenneth. Kenneth, good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I was wondering where he thinks our running backs rank in the SEC. Cause it seems like we got a pretty good group. And who's going to have a good year? No, I ain't up and listen. Well, as a group overall, I think they're, they should be pretty high. Um you know, obviously there's a lot of talented running backs in this conference. Um, I think when it all shakes out, we'll probably see Rocket Sanders leading the team in rushing. Um, even though I like Dominic Johnson just as much, I think that they bring two different styles to the table. They're both bigger backs that can plow over you. I think Johnson has a little bit more of that, um, whereas Rocket has a little bit more speed. I just I really like Dominic Sanders. I, I think he's one of the more underrated players in the country. I think if he stays healthy, he could have a tremendous year. Uh, but those two guys, I think, are a pretty clear one-two punch. And then let's see what AJ bring AJ Green brings to the table. A little bit different back, really really fast. Not as big as the other guys, but really fast and twitched up. And a guy that can do damage out of the backfield, just like Rocket Sanders can, you know, in the passing game. Um, I think they've got three good backs there. I think they really like Rashad, Rashad DeBinion. Uh, I know that in recruiting that they felt like they had really stole one when they got DeBinion committed, uh, and then they you know, kind of echoed that through spring football, uh, how much they like him. As far as where they're going to end up standing, you know, compared to other SEC teams, I would venture to say somewhere probably in the top quarter. I think they'll be in the top fourth of the league. Who used is it Phil Steele? Who does who does that rankings by position per conference? Is it Phil Steele? Yeah, I mean he he'll do that. I think all of them do it. I think all yeah, those a lot of them do. Okay. I think Athlon does yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. This may be one of the toughest questions trade that you'll ever have. Wow. Okay. Uh, this comes from the Daywalker. Uh, in the Ozark Mountains, I've converted from a night walker to a day walker. Um, day walker says, Trey, would you rather be trapped in an elevator with Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Mike Leach, or Stan from Little Rock? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the conversation with Stan would be. Hey, Trey, 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 have I told you yet? Arkansas is never going to win a national championship. No, no, Trey, you ain't got that baseball. monument up yet. Trey, but they're, why, but they're why going to you, beat Alabama. Why you not have that monument up? So, Trey would try and respond. How long am I stuck in get. the elevator? 
Stan, we're just kidding with you, man. We know you listen. We love listening. We love you, we brother. We love calling you. Yeah, but you are a one-track guy. So, anyway. It would be hard for me to turn down a good conversation with Mike Leach, I think. <laughs> I mean, he would definitely keep you on your toes. Not I want to be – I would, I, would, I would take Nick Saban. I'd love to talk to Saban. See if he would drop that guard. No. I don't think he ever drops it. I think you could get some – I think you could – it depends on how long you're with him and, and what you asked and how you handle it. Well, you just yeah. have to tell him up front, look, Nick, this is going to be about a four-hour deal. Yeah. Let's let's get real with each other, okay? Now, I guess just... if you if you wanted to have some fun, you could ask Jimbo about Nick. That could last a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Jimbo, you got to be able to understand him, though. He talks so darn fast. So I was, I heard, I was listening to another show – a couple of days ago, and they say when, literally, when Nick Saban gets on the elevator, his people ask that the people that are on the elevator. Not speak? Exactly. He look, they really? He looks straight ahead. That's true. They, they, no. Exactly. Are you serious? Well, yeah. I have heard yes, that. They when should, he was with not, Miami no, Dolphins. No, the point is not make eye contact. With no Nick? eye contact. Yes. Yeah. No eye you contact. You gotta be kidding. Absolutely. That's I what they, the, that's I, what they used to say when he was at the Miami Dolphins. That that was a that. big thing yes. around the the office. That uh, no eye contact. Well, I would. Which tell is, you this. I mean, I mean, I have the similar policy. <laughs> and your bodyguards too, right? Keep your eyes. I would be. Keep your eyes down. I would be the first one to abuse that rule, and nobody's going to tell me I can't make eye contact with somebody, no matter who they are. I mean, what is that? That's ridiculous, isn't it? That's ridiculous. I agree with you. I don't know how really? anyone would have room to be able to get on an elevator with Nick Saban. Oh, with all his support? Because of his entourage. Yeah, you could be right. He, I mean, Trey, we watched him at the SEC football media days. I mean, a choir would be envious mm. of all the ones that are trailing along. He's got two guys. One of them, he's about my height, about 5'9", five, 5'10". And I'm being very generous now. Um, but, I mean, this dude's all muscled up. He, he always wear, he doesn't wear a jacket. He has a tie on, but he always, he always has just the white shirt on. But he looks so mean. And then you got a couple other guys that are playing close. Then you got the guys that's there, you know, from the, from the uh, state police. So I don't know how you could get anybody on an elevator besides Nick Saban and his entourage. Are the state police allowed to have eye contact with Nick while they're with him? <laughs> well, probably not. Kind of, I mean, I've seen them stumble over chairs, so I'm guessing that they're, you know, their heads down. So, I guess not. And, you know, they've they've tripped and fall. Uh, they've had some falls in times past. But. Look, Nick Saban's a good coach. That's ridiculous. No human being, no human being, should ever have somebody tell you you can't make eye contact with them. That's ridiculous. So you're going to have some special agents show up at your house tonight uh, Rick, <laughs> to investigate you and your I wonder criticism if I wonder of if the God, so, Saban. I wonder if that's so much a Saban policy or if it's like the people who are around him. Who cares? It's that stupid. Are like, don't look at him. Oh, it's, there's nobody doubting it that it's not stupid. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I've heard that about Trey too. I mean, uh, I, 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 oh, yeah. you know, I've heard that about Nick Saban. But I heard that also about Trey. Nice Let's talk to Jacob. Jacob, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? You are yeah, allowed hey, to guys, ask him a question, okay? 
I'm only allowed. That's to why I do radio, so I don't have. We're to not going to filter it, okay? We're not. That's we, right. We're not going to send somebody out to make sure. We are going to monitor your tone to and make I sure it's very, very. Okay. No, no problem, guys. I just, on the elevator conversation, first of all, Trey, I would go with Mike Leach. He's actually going to talk mm-hmm. until you can't, you know, do anything. He'd be entertained. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Saban's not going to say a word, and then Stan's going to annoy me to death. So, um. Beyond that, uh, on the NIL conversation that Marcus and Trey had the other day, um, I do still feel like it's the Wild Wild West. Um, and I and I want to ask um, Trey exactly how you would uh, maybe rein that in. I know the NCAA really doesn't have any kind of policy in place to do anything about it. And I know, Marcus, you're on the complete opposite side of it. And I understand what you're saying, that players should get paid, and I completely understand that, and I'm for it. But I just feel like it is going to make the playing field more – if it wasn't already unlevel, it's going to be even more skewed. Are you questioning whether it was level or not? It it wasn't level to begin with, but are – but Marcus, are you saying that the rich schools aren't going to get better players or, or even more players? Because they have more money, I'm I mean, saying the rich. I'm saying that, the good school. Is it going to is it going to level it by giving players money? No. I, I'm no. going. I'm saying is it. Is here's my question: Is it level now? Oh, okay. No. That, and that's that's a fine question. It's not level now. But not that's even all close. Based on facilities. That's right. based on facilities, coaching, a, a lot of other things, but. But giving players money, which, again, I'm okay with, but to not have any regulations, I'm not. Yeah. But at the same time, Marcus, well, were you Were you uh, is, opposed to regulations on facilities? Because that gave uh, teams advantages, right? Uh, it definitely does. Yes, sir. So yes, were sir, you as adamant about regulating that? Uh, no, sir, I was not. The okay. rich get richer. So what, what we're doing, yeah. the, the players now – they're getting a little bit, so we have a problem with that. But we didn't have a problem spending all that no, for facilities. No, I facilities. don't have a problem with the players getting money. I feel like there should almost be a salary cap, which is crazy to think about. Well, okay. uh, but but you're, you're cons- the reason you want this right is so you can level the playing field, which is not level right now. Well, what he's asking well, for, Marcus, is regulation. More. Yeah, regulation where somebody comes in and says, hey, the transfer portal is open this period of time. You can only go during this time. And and I don't know how they're ever going to regulate. Trey's tried to address this several times. How are they going to regulate a school not using NIL as recruiting inducement? Pay for play. Yeah. But, but, no but, you know, that, but as far as being equal, okay, can you imagine Nick Saban? Okay, he gets on A&M. I get <laughs> Thank that. Thank you, Jay. And Nick Saban, remember, says he wants more parody. Yeah, right. This is funny. But but let's just okay. Gets on A and M. I get that Jimbo and they buy the recruits and all that. But can you imagine he gets on Jackson State for one guy? They got one guy. They didn't get a whole recruiting class of them. They got one guy. And, and the guy was committed to Florida State. So Nick's calling them out well, for one guy. He's repeating. That was ridiculous. He's repeating what he heard or read in the newspaper. So but here's the hypocr- hypocrisy with this guy. Who talks about the media negatively more than Nick Saban? Who tells you that he tells his players don't listen to the media because they're always wrong? Yet he makes all these big (laughs) statements 
because of what he heard in the media. Who who listens Maybe to so. this fella? I don't know. I don't know, but well, a lot of people <laughs> listen to him. But, a lot of people. <laughs> but yeah. the point being, again, Jackson State gets one guy, and he calls him out. I mean, come on. And then he does talk about, we need more parity. Well, good, isn't it? Good Jackson State did get somebody that's good then. Right? Well, I, I don't think anybody listens to him because, remember, he was against uh, no huddle. Well, guess what? He switched because people kept using the no huddle. He was against this, what we're, we're talking about now, NIL. Now, guess what? I don't have a problem with NIL. It's just the collectives. So who listens to him? We're, the, the time's moving on. He listens yeah. when he gets beat. Exactly. Well, beat, yeah, I can tell you, he makes adjustments. I can tell you one person, but people that never listen to him are the ones that are on elevators with him. Hey, uh, they just don't look at him. <laughs> they can't speak to him. <laughs> All right, I got to throw this in real quick. This came from our good friend Sandy down in El Dorado. Okay. He said, and Sandy's been in media forever and ever, I think longer than Methuselah, said, obviously really? throughout my career, I've interviewed tons of country artists. You'd be surprised how many of them have that as a requirement for a in-studio interview that you cannot have eye contact with them. While you're talking, while you're interviewing them, while you're interviewing them, apparently. really, yeah. you can't have yeah. eye contact. Yeah, apparently, what kind, of, a, what kind of an idiotic thing is that? <laughs> well, clouds are thinking. You, you look them in the eye and they get lost. They don't well, I guess go. if you were you were talking to Willie Nelson, he might have blue eyes crying in the rain, so you know he don't want you to see him cry. I guess Willie Maybe Nelson would it. never do that. He would never do that. He would be saying, "Smoke gets in my eyes." Let's talk to uh, Stanley. I think somebody else saying that. Uh, well, I think if you know anything about um, Willie, I think Willie has had some smoke in his eyes. I got to tell you, I, I've had the privilege of interviewing a lot of people, athletes, coaches with a tape recorder, I have never done an interview without making eye contact. <laughs> never. Not one time. Ever. Me neither. Now, I've never interviewed Nick Saban, but, you know, I guess I couldn't, huh? Maybe that's why. You, hey, you've interviewed Nick Saban, haven't you, Randy? Yes. And I, during an interview, you can make yeah. eye contact with him, can't you? Yeah, I actually yeah. got within about three feet of him. Wow. I almost was tempted yeah. just to I've reach asked Nick out. Saban question SEC media days, and he looks everybody in the eye. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I and thought, thanks the media for, for the job that they do, even. I thought I could almost <laughs> touch him. lousy. Thanks for the job you do, even though I don't respect it. <laughs> he starts off with that, but eventually during the season, yeah. he's going to use the media <laughs> gonna, yeah. to motivate his team. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I've got three comments. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. First of all, it's plain to hear people who call themselves conservatives want to put restrictions. Hey, Marcus, this is what I this is what I get out of this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. They believe in the trickle down theory, the Ronald Reagan theory, economics, which Bush called it a voodoo economics, which I agree with. But you know, you know, you treat him and say, well, you got to put some rules in, like the professional kind of right. you know, with the newcomers and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, being conservative. We don't believe there has to be a collective bargain. In order to have that, you've got to have a union uh, for somebody to to, uh, uh, to play the uh, mm-hmm. the player side. Right. So, right. I'm sure, they don't want to go that route, do they? No. It's I hope amazing not. how yeah. many people no. talk out both sides of the, of the mouth. Right. How can you limit what somebody can change? Yeah. The Supreme Court says you can't do it. Right. 
So I don't even know why we're even arguing about that. It's it's that's the thing. We're we're talking about something that's really settled, and we're moving yeah. on. But okay. you know, whatever pe- the reason, people are ho- you cannot do this. Yeah, you have to pay them. They're, they can get paid for their name. Image and likeness has nothing to do with the school, supposedly. And so, why are the schools so pissed off about it? They aren't pissed. Off. They're trying to figure it out. And, and guess what? what? It'll fi- it'll get figured rich, out because there's money. You start digging, yeah, it's yeah, amazing but, when you start digging into the rich pockets. You know, because yeah. they want that whole whole uh, bundle of money, that, that bag of money back there for themselves, and they don't really want to share it. But they want you to be out there make the money for them. And oh, but by the way, they're paying for your college. But you put in you know, over forty hours a week uh, as someone would be, you know someone would do while working a, a job. So it's amazing how you get free education, which is not free, but we look at it. Hey, Tim. By the way, That's I'm going through withdrawals. You got any, <laughs> you got any help for me? I, I'm, I'm suffering right now. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, you got to take good, good care of yourself. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it, buddy. Great. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's great. Media, Be brought to you by Asher Retro Service.